welcome back. It is week 133 on Out on the Line podcast. I'm Jeff with my co-host Alex. How you doing this week? Jeff, I am all lit up like a pinball machine at Binion's, baby. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. That's pretty yeah, that's pretty lit up. I've seen Binion's. Uh, if you want to talk about flash and pomp and circumstance at the Vegas Strip, well, I guess not technically on the Strip, but that's a that's one for it. Yeah, that's the way to do it. That's the way I live my life. <laughs> One quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Family, let's go. Um, so this is the time of year, Alex, when it's time for like year endless, you know, kind of best of what have you. And every year comes through and it sucks to be an Apple user today. <laughs> it's the Spotify wrapped time. And I think there's going to be probably few surprises uh, for mine as uh, same as last year. Uh, but. We decided, well, you decided, and it was a good idea. Um, do, I want to play a little game. We're going to guess what was on each other's Spotify wrapped playlists. Now, I think my job is going to be a lot more difficult here <laughs> than yours is. I'm a simple man. What can I say? Uh, but we're going to give it a shot and see if we can have a little fun with it. So, Alex, I'm going to give you a chance to see if, how do we want to do this? See if just like name one and if it's in their top five, then we, you know, it's like Battleship. Yeah, it's it's top five. I thought about it. I'm like, should we count up from five and do? It's like, no, fuck that. That's too specific. So I think yeah. we just gotta guess each other's top five to the best of our ability. And at any point, okay. when you want to talk about yours, just throw it out there. Okay, I'm gonna say for you, my first pick is gonna be the Beach Boys. No, oh, swinging no it. See, this is Beach what Boys. I thought was gonna happen. I have so many thoughts about what it could be for you because you listen to just so much stuff. All the time, always. Mine came out interesting and yet somehow very on brand. You'll see. Okay. So no okay. Beach Boys. I'll give up one pick for that. At number five, okay. the Lemon Twigs. Okay. It would have never would have never guessed that. Right. That's that's yeah. kind of a gimme, yeah. Yeah. So that yeah, that one and I remember when we did that album, you know, I can that certainly would have been on your top five and not on mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There was a, a time where I was just hammering that album like twice a day. I'm honestly yeah. surprised it wasn't higher. So why don't we do that? Yeah, if we miss the guess, then you give whatever your next up is. So I missed yours, so you gave me number five on your list. So when you guess this one, if it's not right, I'll tell you what number five is. Well, I'm not going to bury the lead. Obviously, Turnstile <laughs> has somehow found its way into the hearts <laughs> of Jeff's everywhere. <laughs> Uh, yes. So that, um, I think that was number two actually for me. So let me, let me actually pull up my Spotify wrapped here. Let's see my stories. Here we go. Okay. So top artists. Let's see. One came out on top. Okay. We'll save the, we'll save the the lead on that one. Um, yes, I believe it was. Number two for Turnstile. Yep. Interesting. I would have thought higher. Higher number one. Well, so, I mean, number one, it's a little embarrassing. We'll get to it. Okay. Eventually, the truth will will come out, and I'll explain why. I have good reason. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and give my, my next pick for you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, boy. Um, hmm. Mitski. Miski was my number one to such right. uh, to such an extent that the woman herself 
sent me a private message that I guaranteed that all the other freaks on Spotify didn't get. I know this was just for me. She was speaking directly to me. Never used my name. Not once. Okay. But it was the most personal <laughs> thing that's happened to me in a long time. Dear Spotify user, <laughs> I really appreciate your commitment this year. <laughs> Dear <laughs> it was amazing. All it was right. The best day of my All life. right. All right. So we got number five is lemon twigs for you. Number one, Mitski. So we got that. We got it bracketed. Get your bookends. Yeah, we got to figure out where the what the meat of the sandwich is. I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna skirt the rules in a delicious way, and I'm going to say that there is some band in your top five this year with some absurd name like dragon sexual assault or <laughs> screaming high school principal with a crossbow bolt in his leg. It's one of these weird, there's some little freaky deaky thing on there. So <laughs> tell me what it was. So um, fugitive is the one that you're probably <laughs> thinking of, um, <laughs> you know, great, great metal band from here, from here in Texas. Um, really uh, listen to them a lot. I don't know if I would have, if I were picking my top artists of the year, I don't know if I would have put them up there because when I listened to them, it was just like a very concentrated amount. And I only listened to, I think, 24,000 total minutes of Spotify, just like in general, including podcasts. So, you know, I really kind of listen to the albums that we do for the show on Spotify. And then in my car, I'll mostly listen to podcasts and I'll listen to a lot of music on my speakers here, like on CDs and, and vinyl and stuff like that. Um, but I would not have picked Fugitive, but I guess technically with the the number of minutes listened to, they were. So, you know, that's that's how the list is made. Okay, so Fugitive was number, I'm going to say four for you. Three. three. I got to start writing number these three. down. Yes. And they're, I mean, they're great, but they only have one EP out so far. There's like six songs that exist by them. So, well, like certainly I listened to a lot of them and I think a lot of it had to do with my gym playlist. There's only a certain number of songs on that and I don't, I don't want to brag or anything, but you know, I go quite a bit. So that playlist gets a lot of, gets a lot of run. Yes. Yes. Also gives me the runs. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm writing down all. No, our... that's the that's the pre workout. <laughs> yeah, you take the right one, and it's gonna <laughs> blow right through you like a blood orange hurricane, which is also the title of the powder. Um, so I just guessed one of yours. What'd you call this band again? Fugitive. Fugitive. Yes. Okay. Fugitive was your number three. All right, yes. grab another one for me. So I'm gonna say. Oh boy. Um, I want to say this could be completely out of left field and totally wrong, but I'm going to say always. Not this year. Okay. Not Damn. this year. Damn. But you're in the vicinity in the sense that it's someone that the listeners are familiar with to the extent <laughs> that we have repeat customers on this thing. It's one that we, you know, like we are familiar with this. It's in our consciousness. Several of these, Ooh. two of these. Okay. Okay. I think I know. I think I know one of them. Do you okay. want me to, do you want to give another one away or can I get another? No, guess? you do it. I'm going to say SZA. I just killed my ex. Not the best idea. 
Scissors number three. How'd you like that, Jeff? I, I'm honestly doing better at this with your list than I thought I was going to. You I had zero, like zero confidence going into this at all. I told you it's very <laughs> on brand. <clears throat> all right. I got to do another one for you. I'm, I'm going back to the, the old reliables and I'm going to say Slipknot. <laughs> number one, God. baby. Damn it. Of course it was. <laughs> I was sitting and, on that one all yeah. day. Yeah, it, and I'll tell you, I mean, before I forget, is a jam on jams of jams. Um, Wait and Bleed has been a classic forever. I will make no apologies for the Slipknot that I listen to in the gym. Find me something more motivating than music you feel like you want to run away from. And Slipknot is exactly that. Well, maybe someday I'll listen to an entire Slipknot album all the way through, but you're going to have to do the same <laughs> for Elvis Costello, so this might be did a you give, little bit of a detente. Did you give away a pick? Is Elvis Costello on your list? He's not, believe oh, it or not. You just, you rope a me. You knew what you were doing. Bing, 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 bing. What a fucking kangaroo. I'll slip you one. <laughs> All right, you said it was two people that were your that we've talked about a lot. So I'm going to say Margot Price. Not Margot Price, and I I shouldn't say we've talked about them a lot. I'll I'll thin this out for you. Okay. This is a, a, an artist we covered on the show this year. And okay. I was far more bullish on this artist than you. You okay. weren't negative, but I was feeling some kind of way. Okay. Hmm. Was it a solo artist? It was. Hmm. Was it recently? Somewhat. Okay. So not Chris Stapleton. Um, hmm. I really, I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to pull this one out. I'm trying to think of the list and all I'm getting is a blank. Who's Cal- it going to, who is it? Caliucci's. Oh my! I did. I thought of that one earlier, and I was like, mm, I don't know if he would listen to her enough. Oh my god! Okay, tons. Crush, crush, yeah. crush, crush, crush. Callie okay. is at number two. Okay, number two. Yeah, that's strong. That's a that's a strong list. How yeah. so? How many minutes total of Spotify did you listen to this year? Do you remember what I, it said? I don't remember what it said. But you're just kind of like constantly on it. Yeah, because even at work you can listen to it. Yeah. See, I wish I had the opportunity if I could just have my earbuds in at work. I would absolutely love that. I would do that every single day. Um, so you have one more, right? Number four on your list? I have number four. You have two. And on my next pick, I'm saying Tyler Childers. Number five. All right. Bing, yep. bing. Yep. That's a safe That's a safe pick. Now, the last one on my list, this is the one that I'm like, I don't think, I don't know if he's going to get this one. Um, but I have one more pick for you, and it's both number four, huh? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, that's probably going to be the most obscure pick for both of us. Maybe. Let's. let's ooh, not obscure for. Okay. Um, hmm. Is it Casey Musgraves? No, but it is someone we covered on the show this year. Okay. Um, hmm. Once again, I'm going to draw a blank. Just give the people what they want. What was number four for you? 
I'm gonna love you six ways to Sunday. Blackberry okay. smoke and I had a year, dude. Apparently, okay. we had a year. Yeah, see, I never would have, never would have guessed that. Never would have assumed that they hit your rotation that heavy, but they're fantastic. You could have knocked me over with a goddamn yeah. feather. I apparently crushed a lot of blackberry smoke this year. That, uh, the live from Daryl's house that they did was fantastic. It was wonderful. Daryl Hall, mm-hmm. I, I got questions about that dude. He's yeah. either super chill or he's the biggest douchebag ever, and I can't figure it out. Probably both. That's tough for me. Yeah. If you're not a threat, he's probably absolutely fine with you. But I feel like that guy does not take challenges to his authority or manhood very lightly. Yeah, I'm sure. With his nice yeah. feathered hair and his Botox. Yeah. I'm. Wait, did you say you're four? Did I guess you're four? You haven't guessed four. Four is the last one for me. Got it. Okay. Um, It's not someone we've covered on the show, I'm going to assume. It is, it is not someone we've covered on the show. Okay. It's a solo artist. No, but it did produce one. Ooh, okay. And sync. <laughs> Close. <laughs> it is. Uh, they did come from the same scene. Oh, fuck. I'm just kidding. Um, it's not. It. They did not come from the same scene. <laughs> fucker. Just tell me what it is. The Misfits. No shit. Yes, sir. Number four this year. Wow. Yes. And I mean, we're talking about uh, Dig Up Her Bones is fantastic. Hybrid moments. I mean, you got your classic Helena, Helena, whichever way they say it. That song is that. That was my number one song of the year was Helena by the Misfits. Wow. Fuck. Yes. That song is as good as it gets, my friend. Um, Hybrid moments. If you want the best like melodic punk you've ever heard in your life, the Misfits are it. I mean, it just like truly nobody did it better. Um, hybrid moments, the the melody line that they use in that song, my God, it's so good. It's magic. Well, that's kind of a nice little transition into the band and the album that we're talking about this week. Yes, I and we are going to be talking about the Menzingers in the new album. Some of it was true. Um, so they are definitely, you know, I don't know if they're as a prototypical punk band as the Misfits, certainly not anymore. Um, but what was your kind of familiarity with the Menzingers prior to this album? Essentially non-existent. I know I've heard some singles, couldn't tell you what they're called because they fall into this kind of unfortunate chasm for me of really talented, solid artists like rock and roll, punk pop mm-hmm. artists that are super duper solid, but they're not necessarily going out there and doing all the weird shit that I tend to gravitate towards. Mm-hmm. And that's not an affectation. That's the thing I hate about myself the most. I can't sit down and be like, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. I'm like, <laughs> that needs a melodica solo. There should be goats screaming. Yeah. Why is he not talking about the things he sees in his nightmares? This is not compelling to me at all. <laughs> And I hate that about myself. So things like the Menzingers and the Revivalists and, mm-hmm. you know, there's a bunch of stuff. Spoon. We did Spoon last year and I'm like, mm-hmm. good. But it wasn't like doing the weird shit. So Menzingers fall into that like sad little chasm mm-hmm. that I have just because I am who I am. So I didn't really. I was fresh going into this basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, the Menzingers, I remember hearing uh, the song "I Don't Want to Be an Asshole Anymore" off the Rented World album, and from that point, just completely fell in love with the Menzingers. So I've I've listened to them for years, um, you know, quite extensively. And there's, I think there was a couple years ago they were on my Spotify like top artists list. Um, so they've had some classic albums. After the Party is a classic Menzingers album. Uh, Rented World is probably my favorite one just because it was the one that got me kind of into them in the first place. Um, they've definitely kind of aged up with their music. Um, it used to be that it was just lots more kind of like screamo in influences, things like that. Um, songs like Good Things are fantastic. Um, you know, they really just do a good job at playing that kind of very Americana style of rock and roll these days. So I draw more comparisons from the Menzingers to bands like the Gaslight Anthem or the Bouncing Souls and their more recent stuff um, in that they aren't necessarily like the punk band that they used to be. Now they're much more of a just kind of like rock and roll band. Um, I really appreciated this album. I, I think there was enough moments in it that I thought did get a little different from what they normally do. Um, I don't know if this was the album that if you're not already a Menzingers fan, that this is the one that's going to do it for you. Um, but I don't think there's anything, I don't, I don't see where people are going to find something necessarily wrong with this album, but I can certainly understand if I hear people saying they didn't get that excited for it. Well, count me out of that because this, this was great. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed this as an entry point. This felt, that's good to hear. Felt perfectly natural. And the thing is you can tell, I don't even have to hear the rest of their music to know that you're exactly correct that they definitely sound aged up. I get a vibe from this of punks who grew out of the toxicity of the kind of like punk tenets, like, Oh, "Oh, you're selling out and all this like weird adherence to like pure punk that none of them stick to. So they're all hypocrites and they all have to eat crow. And this seems like a group of people that had the wisdom to take all the great things about punk and carry them forward and not be so mm-hmm. fucking dogmatic about it. And it allowed them to make a very like angsty punk driven sensibility to, to like you said, like rock and roll touching on mm-hmm. American. This is a very like American style album. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of those like existential, like very simple existential, you know, I'm fucked up. I'm heartbroken. I'm angry. Just like all of these, classic relatable sentiments mm-hmm. in it with that punk furor. And it's less like it, it just, it, you, it, you can, you can tell again, without having heard any of it, that this was kind this felt like an evolution to me without having even mm-hmm. seen what came before. Yeah. It felt very they, like fleshed out. They do a great job at, at really, you know, one, I think the lyrically, they, they speak very clearly. Um, as far as the words they use and kind of the structure of everything and then how they sing it as well. Like it's not difficult to understand what they're saying, which makes it very easy to understand the emotions they're trying to kind of get across. Um, it's, it's always been that way with the men singers. I think they've definitely toned down how aggressive some of the vocals get over the years, which, you know, kind of probably natural. They probably just don't want to sing like that anymore. Um, or really want to find a reason not to, um, they dipped it a little bit into country on this, there was a few of the songs that the verses were definitely like very country kind of inflected and influenced, which I loved. I mean, I really, really think 
I've always thought the Menzingers musically were among the best of this kind of gener- later generation of punk bands. Um, there was a lot of bands that were heavier. There's a lot of bands that played faster than they did. But as far as like a listening experience and, and feeling like you could actually connect with these songs because they were about emotions, they were about like real life situations, not necessarily, you know, a ton of political views, although they do get political on a lot of songs, especially the album before this one. Um, you know, it really is nice to see how much they're just willing to change and like play more of what they're comfortable with. And if in punk music, if like authenticity is like the most important thing, which I think is always been kind of number one is you got to mean it. You know, I think this is, this is exactly what that kind of, if you're following the punk commandments or whatever, like this album does that perfectly. Um, It plays to exactly what their strengths are now. Um, you know, I think this could be on the radio. I mean, all of it's got a good upbeat, like kind of sensibility to it. All the songs move right along. They could be radio singles. I don't know how much they would ever get there, maybe on alternative radio. Um, but it's, it's definitely a lot easier on the ears than some of the older Menzinger stuff was. But I think the older stuff was meant to be like very challenging, like very in your face. And this I think is much more meant to be like this is what life is now you know we understand we're not on an island you know we're all on the same boat and kind of these are the observations we've made you know since we've now grown up a little um and i and i really appreciate that about them because as a 36 year old like i mean i love the descendants but you know i'm not a loser is not a song that i can really relate to these days you know it's like i don't it's it's not that it's any worse than it was before but it's just something that doesn't connect with you the same way like these menzinger songs do well and that's what's kind of cool about this is you go back to a song like um there's no place for me in this world that mm-hmm. is a very like young angsty as fuck punk sentiment mm-hmm. right i love rory to death i can see rory writing a song like that yes incredibly talented musician and i think it, it speaks to what that punk sensibility is, like the great things about punk. Again, anti-authority, DIY, and based around community. And and like people going to shows in basements. Speaking of Rory, where he went to a show once where there were so many people packed in the room and it was so hot that they warped the doorframe and were briefly trapped in mm-hmm. the venue, use of air quotes. So like that's <laughs> like the spirit of punk rock to take a song like there's no place for me in this world. You buy that from, you know, 18 to 20 year olds in their punk band. And you buy that. That's a sentiment that only gets like more raw and, and uncomfortable over time. So now if you have, I don't know how fucking old these guys are, let's just say they're our age. Like if I wrote a song like Mm -hmm. that at 34, it takes on a completely different flavor, but that same angst that same sensibility is still there so again this is like a genre to me that i shall call wise punk yes very wise punk yes i like that um they really they've you know i've seen them seen them live twice they're actually playing in austin the tonight like the night we're recording this they're playing they're probably on stage maybe right now um and i just didn't it was like 40 bucks to go see the show and i was like i don't need to it's just too much these days. You could have done the show from the concert. 
I, cu- I could just say, yeah, I held, my, I held my phone up. No, it was fine. Yeah, you know what's um, great, Alex, is when they yeah. play their music. <laughs> it was fine. I just felt I got to work in the morning. You know, I just felt like I was I'm too old to be playing that game. Uh, but they really like I loved the there's no place for me in this world for me. Um, Come on, heartache mm. was like a country song. I mean, straight up like the Even lyrics the of it yeah like the title of it like everything about it was country except just played as a rock song you know and i loved it and i loved the, the some of the some of the harmonies like so, and especially in i think the end of i think some of it was true when they really start like the two guys that do most of the singing when they like start really playing off each other that's one thing they've done a lot better now is like they sing now like they really try to like have good melodies and like hit the notes previous it was just all about like how how loud can we sing how fast can we sing like how much gravel can i get in my voice you know it was the, the punk sensibility no no blame or no shade to them um but now they like really are focusing on doing some melodies and like harmonizing and it is so good, you know, and, and I really, there's so many points on this. I think it was, some of it was true towards the end of that song where it's like, they just start really, everything just kind of winds itself up into a frenzy. And I just love that. When a song goes somewhere like that, it just was so good. And this music drives, it chugs. Mm. It never feels like it's in a hurry, but it it chugs along. And it's like absolutely pitch perfect in first of all the mixing perfectly perfectly mixed and i know that like that was kind of like a reach when we did spoon i was like you know it wasn't like the most exciting thing it was beautifully mastered (laughs) mastered mix but this genuinely was because i i was listening to what some song i can't remember what it was and i'm like this sounds so fucking compressed and shitty i hate this Mm -hmm. and then you listen to an album like this and you're like oh this is lush. This is in your ears. This is nice. Mm-hmm. And it's just tight, tight, tight instrumentation. They're not, that's what's crazy about like, to me, they're not doing all this different stuff with all these different instruments. It's like very, mm-hmm. very basic, very straightforward, but it's done with so much like absolute piss and vinegar that it stands out to me both like it's reflected in the way that they play their instruments it's this like very controlled angst through the sound mm-hmm. but also the shit they're singing about and the way they're singing about it 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 just managed to like jump the gap for me and land safely on the other side with all the weird shit i like and this is not mm-hmm. weird no and this i mean this is about as straightforward of you know, kind of rock and roll as they've ever played, honestly. Um, you know, they've started to like, but it's not a, it was not something I didn't see coming. Um, because as they've, you know, aged, like the music has changed, you know, it's not as intense. Like there's not as much anger involved with it. There's the anger is in the frustration that things are still bad. You know, it's not about like that active white hot rage that you first experience. It's the frustration of years of this stuff happening, you know, and, and I feel like they represent so well, like just this kind of certain pocket of an age group that we're in um, as far as the things that you go through emotionally. Cause it's not about, you know, it's like most people are, you know, by this age, long-term relationships are married. You know, you have different things that can affect you and bother you. You know, it's not always going to be like, fuck the government and that's it. You know, it's like there's other things that 
punk music can do, that punk musicians can kind of speak to. And I think for folks that already loved punk music, albums like this are perfect because it's kind of meeting us where we're at now. It's giving us that same emotional buildup and that release that we loved about the punk music, but matching lyrics and themes to it that speak more to where we're at now, I think is what makes this an extremely successful album. And I think, you know, with all the themes of alienation, alienation is something that just like changes flavor over time. It doesn't lose flavor. Mm -hmm. And like we all still feel, I, I feel it at work because it's a lot of artists running around being like, did you know I'm an artist? I like Mm -hmm. a lot of these people, but it's just, they've counted you out as a creative because they don't see the work that you're doing every day. So sometimes you just feel kind of like, well, everybody here thinks I'm just a ham and egg or here to punch the card. And it's like, I'm Mm -hmm. learning a lot and I enjoy this, but you just kind of feel like you're on the outside looking in and I'm 34 and I'm now, I don't have hurt feelings about it, but there are just times where I'm like, holy shit, square peg in the round hole around here. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like that as a kid and feeling like the world was going to end. So now you know you're going to be okay, but you still feel this shit. And this is an album that very much reflects that idea, but it rocks. To quote Reno, mm-hmm. rock solid. <laughs> yeah. It's rock solid rock music that you want to play loud. It's, and I, goddamn, I love stuff like that when it's just, mm-hmm. it's purely there to rock. It's not there to shake up everything you knew about music or thought you knew about music. It's there for you. It's solid. And you can just rock the fuck out. We, we gotta have bands like that. Mm-hmm. We gotta have music like that. And you get that here. I'm going to give this a buy it. Yes. I'm going to agree with you. Absolutely. A buy it for me. Um, we get it on CD, vinyl, cassette, whatever. And who who was saying, I think last year, who was saying cassettes were actually going to be on their way back? When I was talking about CDs, somebody somebody mentioned that cassettes were also on their way back. And it was me. I said it. And you know what? I was at my local Waterloo Records store. And you know what they had? An entire goddamn wall of cassette tapes. And you know what at least half of them were was brand spanking new released with albums this year. And I'm sure they all still cost a dollar ninety-five. <laughs> Maybe like add move a decimal point over one. Okay. You know? Yeah, you know, you're closer to the twenty mark on those things now, I think. Um what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean it was I hopefully people get out there and were able to take advantage of record store day for Black Friday. Um I don't know if you got out there, but I got my my sweet little pause on a little Coheed and Cambria uh, oh. special live album release. Uh live at the Starlin Ballroom. So that was a good pickup. Um also picked up a uh turnstile collaboration with you? the band Bad yeah, they did a collaboration with the band Bad Bad Not Good. Oh yeah, um, who are a jazz band? It's fantastic. So it's it's like jazz versions of the Turnstile songs. Okay, like it's I'm really, into really that. Good. Bad Bad Not you'd Good. You'd probably like it a lot. Good, good, not bad. Yeah, so you'd probably like it a lot. And it's I think they did like three songs, but I saw they had that the Record Store Day version cool. of that and picked that up. Um, and then just a uh, Coheed CD that I of an edition I did not have yet. Well, God bless you. God bless mm-hmm. bless your heart. I'm going to guess that a place like, um, you know, if you find yourself in Vermont, Bukespieler, but probably 15 places around Portland have some record store day stuff left sitting around. 
Oh, I'm sure. The thing is, I can't really think of anything right now that I'm looking for that, like, trips my trigger. I've really kind of reverted to, like, if something new comes out that I'm interested in, I'll get that. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to pick up Stray's Margot Price at some point. It's very cheap on Amazon right now, but that mm-hmm. feels dirty. Um, <laughs> support your local record store. But, yeah, it, it's either something I have to see when I'm, like, mm-hmm. f- crate flipping with Tanner or it's something I got to know, like Caliucci's. I listened to that album. And I was like, well, I can't go on my podcast and say it's a buy it if I don't go out and buy it yep, immediately. That's true. That's true. On cool colored vinyl. So, yep. okay. Yeah. See, that's the thing. It's they come out with the, the fun colors for the vinyl. Like I had to stop myself from buying a Coheed album that another re-release of the In Keeping Secrets album that they did on like a lavender vinyl. And it was like, I already own this album on vinyl of an edition that's like a valuable one that I got when it came out like years ago. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to buy this thing. It was 30 bucks. And I was like, you know what? We're going to get the one I don't have that I came here for this one, just cause it's there. I don't need to buy it. And then I happened to walk by the crate and saw the turnstile one. I was like, yoink, I'll get that instead. <laughs> I tell you what, man, it's a struggle. It's a brutal internal struggle. And we yes. actually like <clears throat> fans of the show will know. You and I have had our fair share of internal struggles, of battles with moral turpitude, wrestling with the larger questions of, is God dead and did we kill him? (laughs) This is the kind of high-level shit that's flying at your face all the time, every week, at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash out on that line. That's right, folks. We're still doing it. We're still plugging the YouTube. We got to, we got to just put a little bit of the, just put a little love in the kitty. Keep that YouTube a rolling forward because we're going to do some really cool stuff in 2024. And I know that they say when you have a resolution, as soon as you think of it, you should implement it in your life. Don't wait for January 1st. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I'm in the business of making excuses. Okay. So we're going to (laughs) wait for a number on the calendar to change before we try to change. And you can watch this process. Let's be honest. We might get even lazier towards the end of the year just to really, (laughs) you know, binge before we build ourselves back up. And you can watch it however it plays out at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash out on that line. You have to like the videos. You have to subscribe. You have to make sure notifications are on or else how will you know that we're putting stuff out for you? Mm -hmm. And for the love of God, will you leave a comment? We love reading them, even when they're mean as shit. Those are kind of the fun ones. Yes, so, those I prefer. Absolutely. Come join yeah. the rebellion of feces flingers and pseudo-intellectuals that we've got cooking over at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash out on that line. Yeah, there's 1,800 people now that are on there. Can't believe they've done this. About. Yeah, can't believe it. Can't believe it. But definitely check out every video we've ever done watch them all if you've got days to spare you've got christmas vacation coming up you're gonna have that whole week between christmas and new year's you absolutely i think i don't know how many hours it is but you could absolutely listen to everything we've ever done if you do it 24 7 for that entire week we might even have more content than that i don't even know um but definitely go check it out subscribe down below keep an eye out for our end of year list i know i mentioned that sort of thing earlier today but that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks So if there was anything that really burned your ears this year in a good way or a bad way, let us know what it was. Maybe we'll talk about it. Maybe it'll line up and validate our choices 
for the end of the year list, but you're only going to find out at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash out on that line and every other place you get podcasts. But tell us what you want to hear. Alex, do you have any closing thoughts this week? I got absolutely nothing. Let's dump out. (laughs) Let's dump out until next time.